All right, gentlemen, you ready to go? You ready to do this here to fill in for Glenn? Absolutely. I will tell you, I am ready because I, I'm. this is going to be the most awkward segue ever. But it does matter. I made sure to put on my Tommy John underwear this morning. I'm wearing them right now. Well, if not this day, when, Steve? <laughs> it is. Uh, it is the absolute greatest underwear in America. Yeah, they give me these scripts to talk about it, but I can't say anything better than it's the only underwear that I buy. Because um, ever since I had a chance to try it, uh, I've not bought any other underwear. I don't just, it's multiple pairs. It, I'm just not wearing the same one over and over again. Not that maybe you cared. Uh, anyway. But they it, could hold up to it, darn it. Yes, they could. Absolutely. Find out why uh, they've got 17 million pairs sold why they don't have uh, customers but fanatics. Uh, go to TommyJohn.com slash Beck. Save 25% today. TommyJohn.com slash Beck. Save 25% today. Here we go. 15 seconds. What is happening right now is the most cynical, nihilistic attempt to bait the citizenry, perhaps, in all of American history. We will not take that bait, but we're not going to put up with it either. Today, how to fight back peaceably, but aggressively. That is our focus today on the Glenn Beck Program. On 9-11, 2,977 people were killed in terrorist attacks on American soil. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation has been supporting America's heroes and their families ever since when a first responder or military service member doesn't come home and young children are left behind. Tunnel to Towers pays off their mortgage to lift a financial burden, bring the family to financial stability. U.S. Army Specialist Jason Wheeler is one of those heroes. U.S. Army Specialist Jason Wheeler uh, re-enlisted after 9-11, but a training accident injuries left him unable to walk. After years of trying to manage, Specialist Wheeler and his family moved into a mortgage-free smart home that was custom-designed for his needs. Our nation's heroes, people who put their lives on the line for our country and our communities, they need our help. Help those heroes and their families join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good in their honor. Donate $11 a month at, t, at t2t.org. That's T, the number two, t.org. It has... It's been a great weekend. I, I wanna I wanna begin with something. 
uh, that may seem a little ordinary, uh, a little humdum. Uh, we are the Steve Day Show. We are filling in uh, here on the Glenn Beck program here on the Tuesday post Labor Day. And over the weekend, um, I got a chance to move my mama back home here to Iowa. That was the good news. The bad news is that's the first time I got suckered into helping somebody move in 15 years. And I'm reminded how much it sucks, but uh, it was it was for a worthy cause for my mom to come back home. Uh, I got a chance to enjoy a, a high school football uh, Friday night with my son. Uh, I got a chance the next day with my son and a good buddy of mine to uh, watch our beloved uh, Michigan Wolverines uh, kick off uh, the college football season. Saw a lot of great uh, college football over the weekend. My my wife surprised me with uh, tickets to the 40th anniversary Fathom Event edition of one of my all-time favorite films, uh, Star Trek II, The Wrath of Khan. Got to go see that. Um, my daughter, my oldest daughter, uh, got her her wedding dress arrived today. She's getting married here in about a month and a half. Um, my youngest daughter uh, is freaking me out with her first serious boyfriend. <laughs> okay. Um, what else? Um uh, Todd, you got to go down to the University of Arkansas and watch your oldest yeah. compete on the highest collegiate uh, stage, uh, you know, for the University of Arkansas uh, playing uh, Division One soccer. You got to do that over the weekend. I mean, that's a dream come true yes. for any parent, right? Aaron got a dream come true. Uh, ben got yet to have Ben probably fall asleep on your chest while you watched Iowa win with two safeties no, no, and a no, field no. goal. The dream coming true was that last part: two safeties and a field goal. Yes, baby. the That's most Iowa, Iowa the most Iowa Hawkeye win of all time. Why? Why do we bring all these things up here at the top of the program? I mean, they, this isn't really that much different than probably what went on in a lot of American households over this Labor Day weekend. Here's why: it is these moments. These benchmarks, these experiences, these things that previous generations of Americans took for granted unless they were faced with an external threat that are being threatened right now. But these threats are coming internally. The calls are coming from inside the house. There are beyond nefarious forces at work in our culture today. Every war in all of human history has been a culture war. Every war has been. The style of war, propaganda, militaristic, the style of war may change, but the cause of the war has always been the same. My culture will dominate yours. My culture will replace yours. I'm trying to preserve my culture save it from yours. All wars in the over 6,000 years of recorded human history, all of them have been culture wars. We are in the midst of one in America right now. What has gone on from this White House in these last few days, and, and, and this is saying something after the last 29 months of COVID stan, Kavanaugh before that, what we've all endured here these last few years, really unprecedented levels of deception. But we have sunk to a new level of nihilistic cynicism, and I apologize not for the redundancy there. We have sunk to a new level of nihilistic cynicism with the antics of this senile disgrace of a presidency and their attempts to bait you into behaving the way they do, the way they behave at 
every time we see Antifa, every George Floyd funeral, the way they behave, you know, every mostly peaceful protest, an attempt to bait you into this after they tried to entrap you into it on January 6th. Now they want to bait you into something worse. But don't take the cynical ploy and props to all of us for not taking the bait the last few days. Don't take this cynical ploy to mean they don't mean it. They do. This is a man who, over the weekend, said, I beat Big Pharma. Last year at this time, he was attempting to turn you and I all into their test tube lab rat guinea pigs for a non-working shot with an escalating and more dangerous risk profile every single day. Or you could not work. Mark of the Beast kind of left behind book stuff. This is what he tried to do at this time last year. And he announced it on September the 9th in total violation of every syllable, morsel, consonant, and vowel of the social compact, the Constitution, the Nuremberg Code, the Bible, anything you hold sacred and holy in this world for decency. He did it a full month after his own CDC admitted on national television the shots wouldn't even stop you from getting or spreading the virus anyway, but he was willing to hand you over to non-elected, non-accountable, non-suable entities, perhaps make you infertile, give you a never-ending ringing in your ears, myocarditis, a heart attack, sudden adult death syndrome. No, these attempts to bait us are cynical but, and nihilistic, but that does not mean they're not serious. During the course of the U.S. Civil War, and I know a lot of you know this history because you listen to the Glenn Black program, so you're historians, because Glenn is. During the course of the Civil War, Lincoln did everything he could to not sink into cynic, cynical nihilism, to anticipate that the time would come when we'd have to reunify into one nation again. And it would be more difficult than ever. More Americans were still killed at Antietam than any singular event in all of American history. So before you casually invoke time for a civil war, brah, and all that kind of stuff, understand the carnage that ensues. You know who wants a civil war? Hell. Because they hate each side of this argument just the same. It was going to be difficult enough with the carnage to reunite into a singular country when it was over. Which is why over and over again you watch Lincoln, despite the devastation on the battlefields, take the high road rhetorically. Never before in all of American history has there been an attempt to bait, demagogue, discredit domestic political opposition, or at least half the country, like what is happening right now with this regime. We cannot take the bait, but we also can't just stand here and take it either. Nine weeks from today, there will be an election. It will likely go well to some degree for the Republicans, but a lot of them, frankly, you and I both know, aren't going to be worth the effort you'll make to go to the polling booth to vote for them. So if we lack, outside of the state of Florida and a few other places, if we lack real political representation, how do we fight back? Peaceably, but aggressively. 
That will be the subject that we will discuss for the next three hours right here on the Glenn Beck Program. If you are looking to get involved in the real estate market during these, Todd, are you ready? Unprecedented times. Bing. Uh, make sure uh, that you check out our friends over at realestateagentsitrust.com. It's times like this that you need the absolute best real estate agent on your side guiding you every step of the way. That's where Real Estate Agents I Trust comes in. I started, or Glenn started this company. This is what happens when you hand me Glenn's reads. Glenn started this uh, pronouns. Is that, my, is that the first time we've ever invoked incorrect pronoun usage in the history of this show and meant it without cynicism or, or parody? Pronouns. Glenn started this company a number of years ago with uh, his brother as a free service to you. And what they do is pair you up with the absolute best agents in your area, making sure you get the best deal when you go to buy and the best price when you go to sell. You can check them out for yourself today. Realestateagentsitrust.com. The name says it all. That's realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 second station ID. We're going to be joined here in a moment by our good friend, Daniel Horowitz. I want to show you a visual, though. Uh, can we throw that up there really quick, Aaron? A side-by-side -side visual. The color scheme here oddly matches. There, if you're watching on Blaze TV, on the right is the cover of a new book. Uh, Pre-sales are out right now. Uh, my my uh, co-author is going to join us here in a minute, Daniel Horowitz. Rise of the Fourth Reich confronting COVID fascism with a new Nuremberg trial so this never happens again. You can, uh, it's framed like a Nuremberg trial. We go back and, uh, and show you where literally the bodies are buried from lockdowns to masks to the jabs, who is responsible, who needs to be held accountable with a Nuremberg-like trial. Pre-sales are available right now at amazon.com. You can read the opening argument. Again, it's framed just like a legal proceeding. We don't have chapters. We have witnesses. You can read the opening argument right now for free at trialsandexecution.com. Trials is plural, execution singular. Trialsandexecution.com. But if you see that cover there, when we put this out a month ago, we had no idea Joe Biden was going to give the speech that he did the color scheme there. For those of you that thought, hey, that's a little over the top, rise of the Fourth Reich, truth, ladies and gentlemen, and fellow non-binary beings, is much stranger than fiction. And we bring Daniel Horowitz onto the program now, my co-author uh, of Rise of the Fourth Reich. Brother, when you saw the visual of the desecration, I mean, that's, that wasn't a speech. That was a desecration of Independence Hall. I mean, for his next parlor trick, why doesn't Antiochus Epiphanes just slaughter a pig on the altar? I'm sorry. Why doesn't Biden just slaughter a pig on the altar? I mean, that was a desecration of Independence Hall. When you saw that visual and then the cover of our book, dude, I mean, I don't know if that's coincidence, providence, serendipity, but it's freaking creepy. Hey, Steve, it's reflective of everything we are seeing from the other side. They tell you exactly what they're going to do. This is what is so bizarre about everything that's happened in the last two and a half years. You don't have to believe some sort of right-wing blog or conspiracy. They do it out in the open. 
hey, yeah, a bunch of people are dying. Oh, the shots don't work, so therefore you have to get more. The mask didn't work, therefore you need the shot. But then the shots didn't work, therefore you need the, the mask. And you will do it anyway. It it doesn't matter. It's like they'll tell you one thing and then their policies will be the opposite and people lop it up. It reminds me of that news service uh Last generation, there was a news service that they would, you know, very seriously give over the news. And while they were doing it, they would blithely take off their clothes. And you're like, wait, wait, what, what am I looking at? <laughs> um, so th th that's what it's like. They tell you what they're going to do. It's just it's bizarre. I think they're not the issue. We're the issue. We don't take it seriously enough. Um, maybe that speech was a turning point. I don't know. But that's why we warned about this. Whether it's COVID fascism, food, fuel, there is nothing they won't do to achieve their goals. And yes, if that means killing millions of people, millions of people around the globe from the creation of the gain of function virus, the blocking of treatment for it, and then the creation of a vaccine that, oh my gosh, Steve, every hour more information comes out about it on the causal relationship everywhere perfectly lining up with the demographics and the timing to indicate uh, record excess deaths and then plummeting birth rates um, right nine months after the take up of, of uh, uh, childbearing women getting the vaccine. Steve, yeah, this is the Fourth Reich, so I'm glad the color scheme finally caught up to it. You mentioned, I mean, there's so much data coming out now. I mean, uh, Katie barred the door. I can't even keep up with it, brother. I, I know you're on top of it. So I don't I don't even know what to, I don't even know what to ask you because I don't want to leave any everything out. But the amount of data that is coming out now about these jabs, I'll just hand it to you. you where do you want to even start on just what's come out in the last few days or, or week or two? So the most important thing is this study um, published in Vaccine. Okay, that's the journal, and they they gave a lot of problems with it. They delayed that for months, but finally it was indeed published. Um, it's written by European, American, Australian researchers. Uh, a lot of people are fam familiar with Peter Doshi, who is uh, one of the authors. He is the editor of the British Medical Journal. That's their version and, of a JAMA for people that don't know what exactly. that is. Yeah. And combined, there was a 16% higher risk of serious adverse events of special interest. Basically what they did, this is the only one of its kind. They did a follow-up of all cause, I would say hospitalization, but hospitalization is one of the manifestations of a serious adverse event. Um, but this is basically death, long-term disability, life-threatening. So you could have a very serious uh, adverse event that doesn't fit the bill. This is very, very serious, including death. Um, all cause among the trial groups of Moderna and Pfizer compared to the placebo. Now, to be clear, it's only six months. It was very early on, and it was before the boosters, which we know is it, 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 there's numerous studies out now that show it's dose-dependent, and there's been exponentially more deaths um, from those that got three, four shots. So this is only the first two. And they found a rate of 12.5 per 10,000 Again, serious adverse events of special interest, that's one in 800. If you would do my rough math would, you know, if you take the number of people that got the shots in the U.S. and the world, that would work out to be 448,000 people in the U.S. dead or seriously, seriously life-threatening life injuries wow. and 10.6 million around the world. And again, that was just the first six months. That's just before the, before the boosters. Um, 
they found obviously more deaths in the and, and serious injury in the Moderna trial because of um, you know it's it's just a higher dose, 100 micrograms, and they straight up paired it against the benefit so uh, for, uh, in reduced hospitalization. So for example, in Pfizer, the excess risk of serious adverse events was 10.1 per 10,000, um, meaning they had a slight amount of efficacy in the original. A strain. Now, it very likely caused more dominant strains to come, so that was washed out later. But right off the bat, from day one, with the participants of their own trial, they knew that it had a net negative cost-benefit analysis. I've got less than a minute here. Take everything you just said, sum it up for somebody driving to work right now in 40 seconds. Sure. From day one, if you follow up on people that were in the trial and had the placebo, you would expect a lot fewer people in the trial to land in the hospital. In fact, many, many more landed in the hospital, 16% more, or equivalent of that urgent care, things like that. Why does that matter? Because we're sitting and debating why people are dying suddenly, right. why people are dropping suddenly, and, and it, on a micro level, it's hard to prove without an autopsy, without anything. But in the macro level, if you're seeing that many more coinciding with. We'll come back more with Daniel Horowitz here in just a moment. The Glenn Beck Program. Name of the book, Rise of the Fourth Reich. Confronting COVID fascism with a new Nuremberg trial so that this never happens again. 400 pages over 200 endnotes. We bring the receipts against COVID stand. So people like my man, Chip Roy, a congressman from Texas, if he's in the majority next year and he'll join us next hour, uh, he knows where to go, where the bodies are buried. My colleague and co-author Daniel Horowitz and I, we made it as simple as possible so that these Republicans next year, when they get the power you're going to give them nine weeks from today, are without excuse. If you want a preview of this book, you can get pre-sales right now at Amazon.com. You want a preview of this book, you can read the opening argument, the opening statement of the prosecution. That's Daniel and I. Read it for free today. We'll send it to you if you go to trials and execution. Trials, plural, execution, singular, trialsandexecution.com. That's trialsandexecution.com. Quickly, Daniel, because we ran out of time in the last segment, resummarize for us the most potent analysis done. Uh, by folks from the prestigious British Medical Journal, some scientists from Stanford and UCLA here in the U.S., scientists around the country doing a risk-benefit analysis of the COVID jab. Just summarize that for us one more time. Sure. All-cause death, all-cause injury, all-cause hospitalization is what matters. On a micro level, everyone's going to debate, well, who died of what? Well, we're seeing a lot of death, but who says it's from, um, of, uh, from the shots? Maybe it's from COVID, maybe it's from something else. The problem is when you do a trial and you have a trial group exposed to the therapeutic, that intervention, and you have a control group, a placebo that gets uh, something that is just benign, and you compare the total outcomes, they found that there was a 16% higher risk of severe adverse event, whether you trace it back to it or not, in the trial group. They found this. It was across all ages. It was both Moderna and Pfizer. They knew this early on. And this was the fact that they unblinded 
all of the participants uh, a few months later. So we don't get to see uh, the follow-up to this very day, the real long-term side effects. But at least short-term, we see from day one, they knew there was more liability than benefit, not just for children, but for everyone. In fact, it was only for adults, the, the, the this uh, trial. So they knew it was negative. That Steve, that is straight up the most profound violation of the Nuremberg Code of all time that was given to over 5 billion people based on this very trial. The first thing they did to violate the Nuremberg Code was create the virus itself with their gain-of-function research specifically done to measure spillover potential, meaning they were specifically conducting gain-of-function with the intent of causing these viruses to leap from animal to human. They wanted to measure it. They were already playing with fire. And then came, though, the lockdowns. I want to share this with you. Um, this, this is from a gentleman named uh, Ben Duba talking about his family and his cousin, uh, who has had a, had a lot of mental issues. And during lockdowns, Daniel, uh, he lost uh, his support group, uh, really, uh, and his accountability. Um, and, and this story is, is just beyond uh, sad. Um, one night, however, when working on home repair with his dad, my cousin had a psychotic break. He killed his grandma by bludgeoning her on the head with a pipe wrench, and then he turned on his mom and Down syndrome sister, putting them both into the hospital. They both died a few days later. I blame this solely on the lockdowns. If my cousin had been getting the mental health care he needed, three people wouldn't be dead, my cousin wouldn't be a killer, and his dad wouldn't be a widower, son of a dead mother, and the father of both a dead daughter and a killer son. There's more to this note, but by now, you get the gist of it. The premise that we take in our book of, of interviewing witnesses, whistleblowers that are all on the record from the Department of Defense to healthcare, but then also people who, who suffered because they were denied early treatment. The study that just came out over the, over the weekend as well, 92% effectiveness with early proper dosage prophylaxis of ivermectin. How many people were denied early proper treatments that unnecessarily died as well? There must be a reckoning. There's names. There's our families. These are people. There must be a reckoning for people like this, like Ben Duba, uh, our friend Charles, who had a, a friend that we all know, Aaron and Todd, whose friend was involved with uh, substance abuse, lost his accountability, his 12-step program, committed suicide. These people, they need justice and retribution for what this system did to them, Daniel. So it's both justice for the past, but obviously deterrent for the future because they're not done. That was the opening act. This is the point. This was the great reset. And that's why I think in the book, the the, the biggest point we do, you could sit and talk about the data and the science and the morality and the legality of every single aspect of this. But when you put it together, our main theme is showing how it is impossible that this was done by accident, even naively, even bizarrely, even stupidly. Um, It wasn't malpractice. This was done on purpose. We're like, why would they keep shutting down schools uh, over and over and over every new day when it was clear it was all pain and no gain? Why would you block treatment for that long? Why to this day is they say, yeah, you know, you know, you can get myocarditis and yeah, it doesn't work, which is why you need new updates, but you better get it. You're going to be kicked out of the military if you don't. Again, there, there is no 
evidence that they're changing. Everyone thinks CDC is changing their policies. Not really. Just the broad-based day-to-day stuff for the majority of people because you know they're facing an election. But they have not changed it. Well, the answer to that question gets back to the original question, which is why was it created? Because mm-hmm. it was created. And whatever the answer to that is, Steve, therein lies the Rosetta Stone to understanding how the same people seem to predict the food and fuel crisis, seem to know it was happening, kind of created That institute it. the policies that make it happen? In the yes. UK, they're talking about COVID-like policies mm-hmm. for energy mm-hmm. this coming winter. Again, that was a grooming event, what occurred in March 2020. Most people fell into it through panic, but there were clearly a group of people in some industries and in some governments that clearly knew about it, caused it. It was premeditated. Um, I mean, you and I know how long it takes to put out a book. Somehow, Klaus Schwab was able to get his great reset book out in three seconds there. Um, Again, and now we have tons of studies showing this was circulating throughout 2019 in numerous parts of the world uh, through analysis of the sewage in in many different cities. This was around a lot longer than we knew about it, but there were those who certainly did know about it. Here's another note I wanted to share with you and our audience, Daniel. My mom passed December of 21 uh, from a lack of COVID treatment at the hospital. She was denied monoclonal an- antibodies, admitted to the hospital without a family member, outcast as unvaccinated, not given any of those early treatments you guys talk about. Um, they tried to put her on a ventilator. She goes on to tell the story, but then she says this, after her death, I reported the neglect to the hospital. The doctor to the board, the nurse to the Ohio Board of Nursing, requested a meeting with my congressman, Warren Davidson, who likes to be on Fox, but not me with his constituents, Senator Rob Portman, who's a total waste, and an attorney who informed me, everyone is exempt from any legal prosecution because it is COVID. I pray these people will pay for their crimes. This is from a woman named Lisa telling us her story. Now, Warren Davidson has retweeted me many times. He's got a near 100% score over there on your website, Conservative Review Liberty Score. That's why I'm talking, that's why I wanted to mention him. Because if, if, if people that are usually with us on good issues, like Warren Davidson, cannot be moved to understand the urgency of this moment and the justice that must be obtained here and achieved for people like Lisa and her family, then we've got a lot of work to do here, brother. Red Wave, nine weeks from today or not. Your thoughts. This is why we wrote the book, Steve. I mean... I, at first, I, I figured, hey, it's over with. I mean, we don't need to write this. But no, we have not rectified that. To this day, remdesivir is still standard of care. And this has spilled over to other things aside from COVID, that hospitals are now killing fields, that they do things that every first grader knows you wouldn't do for someone in respiratory distress. They, they Rather than anti-inflammatories, they'll push opioids and um, sedatives, things that relax the breathing. Just, you know, kicking families out, not giving them proper nourishment. We we dedicate a big part of the book to this. You can't move on from this. Uh, we need a patient bill of rights. We need a reckoning as to why the hospitals are doing this. This is a big problem, and this ties back into the Third Reich, which is now the Fourth Reich with, with a greater technology, in that a certain amount planned it, but then the entire medical profession in Germany went along with this mentality. And this is what we saw in America. They all went along with things that were immoral, illogical, illegal, inhumane, and they had no problem with it to this day. 
there is no reckoning with that. Um, how they would take someone who was on their dying breath. It's not like they had any uh, anything to offer. And they would try remdesivir, toxic drugs, no problem, the drop of a hat. And people are saying, look, let us just come in, have a doctor administer ivermectin. We know it's safe. Does it work or not? Let's try it. We have nothing to lose. And they would fight them in the courts. They would appeal if they lost at a district level. Um, how do you explain that? I don't know. There's no benign, innocent explanation for it at all. And that's why there is no benign, innocent explanation. And that's why what we need are trials and executions. That's what we need. That's what happened at Nuremberg. This is absolutely the worst uh, human rights, global human rights abuse we have seen as a species since then. That's why you want to go to trialsandexecution.com. That is the website. You can put your email address in there. We will send you the opening argument, a preview of our book, and this will give you a taste of what is coming. Trialsandexecution.com. Again, that's trialsandexecution.com in the name of the book, Rise of the Fourth Reich, Confronting COVID Fascism with a New Nuremberg Trial so that this never happens. Again, pre-sales are happening right now at Amazon.com. I've got about a minute here, Daniel. I'll give you the final word. Go ahead. Sure. You know, this would be bad enough if we were completely done with it. The fact that we wouldn't seek justice, we would just walk away from this. But the reality is we're not done with any bit of this. You know, Pfizer is going to come out with a six in one shot. They just uh, bragged about mm -hmm. it. all sorts of strains for RSV flu uh, COVID using the same repudiated platforms, the lipid nanoparticles, the mRNA uh, spike proteins. What is going on here? The lack of care, the gain of function, all of this. Um, the war on treatment, the war on doctors, the silencing of doctors, this is still going on to this very day. It is shocking how we could just walk away from this, and yet Republicans don't even have a plan on the table. It's not even their number 10 item, even the conservative ones, on what they plan to do. Get rid of the immunity for for the, uh, the vaccine companies. Get rid of the PrEP Act, which exempts everything, the hospitals, the malpractice, you name it. Um, we've seen that. There's a a pharmacy in West Virginia that gave undiluted shots to people. It was all good. The message that went out, it's all good. No, no, we need to reverse that. I don't even see the person who has the bill to sponsor to get rid of the PrEP Act. So again, we have a lot of work to be done. Um, we, ha we need to recognize we're in the Fourth Reich. And if Biden's speech didn't do that for you, again, you know, you're beyond help. Great stuff, my brother. Appreciate you as always. All right, take care. See you later. You bet. That's the one and only Daniel Horowitz. You can read his stuff at conservativereview.com. All the, all the data, <clears throat> pardon me, everything that he just cited, <clears throat> pardon me, every study that he just mentioned, it's all linked over there right now at conservativereview.com. That's where you want to go, conservativereview.com. Back with more of the Glenn Beck program here in a moment. Glenn Beck. Join the conversation, 888-727-BECK.
All right, back here on the Glenn Beck program. We are the Steve Day Show. We are typically right after Glenn here. If you have a Blaze TV subscription, my name is Steve Dace alongside Totters and Aaron McIntyre. If you want to get a Blaze TV subscription, this is the week to do it. So you don't miss any of our shows in the future if you like what you've heard so far. Uh, Dace 20 is what you can use your promo code at blazetv.com. Dace 20 gets you 20% off a Blaze TV subscription today. Blaze 20. Uh, or I'm sorry, Days 20 at blazetv.com. Gentlemen, thoughts on the conversation we just had with Daniel Horowitz here in the final couple of minutes of the hour. Well, as the show's uh, resident uh, anti-vaxxer well, well before COVID, when Daniel ends there talking about, don't think this is done, it's going to go on. Well, that's because it's all part of the plan and has been for quite a long time. There's no hard teachings in this religion, this magical power of vaccines. Before we had chickenpox vaccines introduced for no reason. We've had Gardasil vaccines, pre-sexually pre, uh, pre active boys and girls being, being given this. Why? What has ultimately been the point? It certainly hasn't been for health. If nothing else, uh, we, we need to understand that there is an agenda here that goes beyond our fundamental well-being. You know, when you hear Joe Biden call half the country, more than half the country, extremists, don't doubt for one second that there will not be follow through in some way, shape or form on that rhetoric. They, they, showed, have. You, they showed you with COVID. Yeah, they're more than willing to follow through on whatever the depths of their depraved minds can conjure at any given time. That's how these things are connected. And that's why the rise of the Fourth Reich, that is an appropriate name. So nine weeks from today is an election. A lot of us are going to vent. We're going to be angry. There'll be some form of a red wave. Will it accomplish a darn thing? We'll talk about that next hour with Congressman Chip Roy from the state of Texas here on the Glenn Beck program. Stay tuned.